So the first question I have, Jedi, is I want to know if Joe got a nap in before this episode after last <laughs> week. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've been working. I've been teaching a lot, and I'm going on vacation, so I've been up at all hours of the night trying to get ahead on all of my stuff. I love Dr. Fetzer. You guys know I love this person. Yeah, I was totally into what he was saying, and I'm an idiot. I actually made this joke to somebody <laughs> the other day. You know the guy from CNN that got caught spanking off, right? Because he yeah. thought the camera yeah. was off. I thought I turned my camera off, oh. and I <laughs> leaned back in my chair. Just wanted to shut my eyes for a minute. I thought the camera was off. Wow. <laughs> Jedi, not only was he sleeping, you had like some like Linda Blair stuff going on. I thought your head was gonna spin around. You know that Jedi know. when. The- when a little oh kid God. get tired, when a little kid's falling asleep, their eyes get all crazy. <laughs> I was trying so hard, man. It was so hard. I yeah, and I love him. He was just kind of round, yeah. round, round, like yeah. a lot of good info. But I was, uh, yeah, it was tough. <laughs> never seen you, never seen you do that. I'm like, he must have been up like late the last. Few yeah, months. yeah. Right after the show, too. Todd texted me. He was like, get some sleep. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, huh? And then he sent the video and I was like, oh, okay. He picked up on how tired I am. Yeah. Okay. Jedi said she was laughing too. <laughs> so if you want to start a podcast, go to Clovercrest Media because you don't want to do this on your own. What is it right now? It's like almost two o'clock on Friday. Usually the show's released by then. So we're really yeah. putting Joe's feet to the fire to get this out. No mistakes today. Let's be perfect, guys. That will definitely help. What do we have going on in the news? Anything? Slow news day lately? Did you see the woman who is um, who drowned her pet chihuahua in the pool? No. She killed her pet chihuahua purposely and streamed it on, you know, some social media. So now she is facing a felony to cruelty of animals. This happened in Florida. Oh, I didn't hear that. And you know that's how serial killers start. Yeah. It's so sad. I don't understand why. And, you know, she, she just did it for social media, sounds like. And another article said that she kept the dog on her couch for like four days. So she was living with a animal corpse. That person's I mean, yeah. got nuts, mental right? issues, clearly, yes? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, now, speaking of killing animals, Joe, now, do you totally believe in nature? You let everything just take its course? Or do you believe in, like, if you see danger, you kind of protect an animal? You know, it's funny. I was actually watching last night, National Geographic channel of a lion, a lioness got her head caught in a snare and she was Mm -hmm. part of a group, three adults and five cubs. They were trying to repopulate this place in Tanzania. And basically her ear down or about her face all got caught in the snare and was almost kind of hanging off her head. And they don't normally intervene in those situations, but because it was a human activity that caused it to happen they did they treated her antibiotics and she was fine and her ear was all fixed and then apparently three months after the shooting ended somebody poisoned the whole pride they're all dead yeah so maybe that was god that was just god evening the score like those lines were supposed to be dead now they're dead so the reason i ask is something happened here basically in the suburbs my kids were at camp And they're outside playing and they all got brought in. And I was like, what is happening? They said, there's a giant hawk out there. So we were watching the hawk from inside. You can see the playground and you can see the hawk swooping down. And everybody's like, what is happening? It ate all the bunnies in a bunny's nest. 
Yeah, and the, oh. the kids were watching it, so it's like a horrifying lesson right away. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh my god! That's <laughs> oh my great. gosh! It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful lesson, though. That's how nature works. Listen, so if I you do... put bunnies in an outside cage with the top open, that's literally just like serving hawks like a bowl of bunnies. Right. Those bunnies are stuck <laughs> in the bowl now. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that the cage on the outside and the, on the sides aren't helping. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I still think our worst episode when people ask, like, what should I listen to? I'm like, listen to anything but the McCamey Manor episode. <laughs> we got we got a fan message the other day from Derek, right? And we'll get more into Derek next week. But he sent me a message yesterday saying, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe to get your fifty dollars back and call it get tough. <laughs> <laughs> She canceled That's right great. before the show, and I'm like, I'll give you 50 bucks. She's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, suddenly I'm in. Yeah, that was the worst. That's one of the worst guests I've ever had in any capacity on any kind of show, and I've been in this business for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> dude, remember how she just kept wanting to talk about her friend hooking up with the dude? Yeah, it's like, wait, exactly. what is this? What is this exactly? Let's just let me tell you about my friend and she hooked up with him. This is all important the story. It's not. Yeah. It's just get to the point. I got to start at the beginning. You're out. You're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good God. It was brutal. Yeah. It's an hour long podcast. We were like 50 minutes in. She still didn't hadn't said anything. Yeah, we didn't learn anything. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, McCamey Manor kind of seems like a bust. <laughs> didn't seem like what it was. I, I thought I was going to hear these insane stories. You know what I mean? How they were waterboarding and doing this and that. And Instead, that guy's trying to hook up with her friend. And right. he's got a girlfriend. And so that's not going to fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> was there torture? He broke her heart. Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond with Jedi Todd and producer Joe back at it again. With so much going on in the world and in the media, it's hard to believe what's real or fake anymore. However, for one man, it has become the $50 million question. What's going on with Alex Jones? So, yeah, I guess there's a lot going on. I think what we should do is... <laughs> As much as Jedi and myself love conspiracies, we're not Alex Jones guys. So I think this is an episode we're going to hand the keys over to Joe. Now, Jedi, <laughs> do you want to say anything about Alex Jones before Joe takes over? Besides, I well, think he's the most camps man in America, too. Yeah, he's an American conservative, patriot, and a truth seeker of, you know, freedom lover and anything USA. Uh, he's a radio show host has shows of his own, The Alex Jones Show and Infowars. His shows promote conspiracy theorists and popular shows are syndicated on over a hundred stations. And 
He's also a peddler of dietary supplements. So, <laughs> <laughs> He's bed. mostly that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this guy, uh, I guess he does it all. Jack of all trades. All right. Here's a couple things that before we even get going on Alex Jones that you have to understand. When this dude was in high school, the Waco thing happened. The the Branch Davidians, do you remember that? In Waco, yeah. Texas, the FBI right. stormed. That set a young Alex Jones off. From that day forward, you got to understand, this is where it starts to go a little haywire. Then there's the Oklahoma City bombing of 1995. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones is... And for all intents and purposes, guys, this is pretty legit that this greatly affected him. Here, What you're seeing today from Alex Jones is very much an act. And yeah. we'll get into that, obviously, in a minute. But after the Steve McVeigh thing, he started a campaign to build a new church for the Branch Davidians. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Wait, what did you just say? Did you say Steve McVeigh? Timothy did I McVay? call him? Timothy McVeigh. Steve McVeigh, <laughs> I think, is from yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, so, and by the way, by the way, when this happened, Alex Jones was only like 21. Yeah. Yeah, he's a young he, kid. He was a, he's a young man. He was a young man. Again, I, you and I, I think, are all roughly the same age as Alex Jones. We sort of all went through this. Yeah, yeah we all kind of lived through this together. He got into radio, and here's what you need to understand about InfoWars. I remember when this guy first launched, me and my radio buddies, we got a real kick out of this guy. Very entertaining. We've been listening to his stuff for years. Most of it was harmless enough. And then comes Sandy Hook. And here's the other thing you need to know about Alex Jones is he is a very hard right gun Second Amendment advocate. Like, that's his jam. And I get it. I totally do. But from the second the Sandy Hook shooting happened on December 14th of 2012, a day I will never forget. I mean, again, understand I was the host of a big morning show in Connecticut and the impact that this that this incident had on the state. I still say to this day, we're still feeling the effects. Almost immediately, Alex Jones suggested that this was a false flag operation. The right. government was in on it. He's talking about a government that had, in fact, sort of lured Timothy McVeigh in and had attacked the Branch Davidians. And so I can understand a little bit of where this guy was coming from. As these things were being debunked and discredited, and it became quite apparent that Sandy Hook, in fact, did happen, Mr. Jones doubled down. In 2018, one of the victims, Jesse Lewis, his father, Neil Heslin, filed a lawsuit against Jones, against InfoWars, and his free speech systems, that's the name of the company, he has suggested on multiple occasions that this man is a crisis actor. Again, a man who lives in Connecticut, who works for, like, again, we've talked to Dr. Fetzer, who says the same thing. No one died in Sandy Hook, which is an interesting way to say it. No one died because, in, in fact, there were. There were uh, 26 people uh, that were killed that day. And the evidence is overwhelming. And I could tell you this, too. In the last couple of years here in Connecticut, they actually released some of the information. 
surrounding the Sandy Hook shooting. So again, and I like Dr. Fetzer a lot. You're going to investigate something like this. You probably want to, you know, come to Connecticut. What a lot of people don't know is Sandy Hook is actually the name of the school and that part of town. It's actually Newtown, Connecticut is the name of the town. That's the Sandy Hook part of town. Dr. Fetzer had suggested that the building was in an empty event. And it's, that's not true. That school was very much active. And it has since been raised to the ground. The school is gone. Adam Lanza's home was also leveled and destroyed. As you also know, Dr. Fetzer, for basically pushing the same information, has a $490,000 judgment against him, which he's now in the process of appealing. Not only did Alex Jones, during the course of these Sandy Hook defamation trials, contradict himself, and I don't mean like on the stand where he's caught lying, but on the stand, and he also had a trial with his ex-wife over their child, he is admitted in court now on multiple occasions that he's peddling bullshit and he knows it, that he knows these things really happened. And he knows how damaging it is that he's been saying this stuff. His producers have also testified in these trials. And they also have admitted, oh, we know they're not crisis actors. We know they're real people that, that we, we, we do know that it happened. Now, the other interesting thing here, Todd, is, you know, I work for an AM talk show here in Connecticut, a conservative radio station. Norm Pattis, who is... The attorney for Alex Jones in the Connecticut portion of the defamation case is one of my coworkers and a buddy of mine. So I want to talk about it from that standpoint for a minute, because Norm Pattis is a guy who I have a lot of respect for. He has a very interesting way of looking at things. And for him, the most important thing is the First Amendment and the ability for people to say whatever they want whether it's true false or indifferent that's that's norm pattis's whole thing that alex jones has a right to say these things because you can and as you guys know we've talked about this we've talked about the amendments and and how all of that stuff works there's a small portion under the first amendment where you could get yourself in trouble and one of them is by spreading damaging false and knowingly false information against these poor victims and their families. And that's really like the precipice of this whole case, because this is this is partially about the First Amendment and the right to free speech. I think you guys both feel pretty strongly about that as well. We all should. We I think we all do. There's, a again, a fine line between if I were to go on the air and be like, I think Todd seems like a pedophile sometimes. That's not a statement of fact, Todd. That's a that's mm-hmm. an opinion, and I'm well within my rights to make it. I'm not definitively saying that you are, okay? The fine line becomes when I say that you are, and I and I, but I know you're not, and I say it anyway. That's where you're now in violation of the First Amendment and where you set yourself up for defamation and slander and, and, and suits like that. That's really the unfortunate thing here. Now, Alex Jones... <laughs> Claim that anything over $2 million would bankrupt that company. And that's nonsense. (laughs) Because here's what people really need to understand, right? Like, you look at a site like Breitbart. Breitbart's whole thing is to get you to click on those articles. They get paid every time you click on it. And so those headlines are something. Now, you know, globalist, Democrat, baby eaters, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I got to read this. They're getting paid by the click. Alex Jones set himself up in a much better way here. He's selling products. 
he's selling vitamins and supplements and all sorts of, I'm sure. Yeah. He's got a lot of products. They make a ridiculous sum of money through that company, through the merchandise. Joe, I heard one day he made 800K. One day. That is the rumor. Now, he says that was a rare day. That wasn't a normal day in their business. But <laughs> Usually still, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Usually around seven. That day, eight. It was amazing. Just the um, junk. Did you see they had like a little gold coin or something? with, And it was like $100 with his like name around it, like a baseball got, card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, now here's the thing. And, 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 and listen, people like Alex Jones scare me. Alex Jones is not a stupid person. Alex Jones, again, full well knows and has always known that Sandy Hook was true and that Sandy Hook happened. He knows Evaldi happened. He knows Pulse happened. He, you know what I mean? He knows all this. Yeah. But the money. Oh, he Joe, the money. exactly. If, so, if I yeah, say yeah. what you yeah. want to hear and then I tell you to buy some vitamins, you're right. going to do it. This was exactly how I, I feel about this because, Joe, say you said the world is ending in 2030 and you're like half kidding. Then all of a sudden you have 10 million followers and you're selling all these products. You're going to just be like radical about it. That's exactly what he does. Yeah. To the, to the extreme. Here's the other thing about him that I'll say is Alex Jones, as far as performing goes, as far as being an on-air personality, him like Glenn Beck, like Bill O'Reilly, like Tucker Carlson, I'll throw Rachel Maddow into the mix just to keep it balanced. These people are great performers. These I, I I used to work with Glenn Beck. I started my radio career. I spent a couple of years with Glenn. You could tell Glenn the topic and then tell him the position to take, and he could argue it either way very eloquently. That's what these people can do. Alex Jones is is great at selling the idea. This is the problem and the difference between him and a Tucker Carlson. You know what Tucker Carlson's whole method is? These Democrats are eating babies. What do you think the deal is with that? He like asks you what he just says some nonsense and then kind of throws it in your lap to figure it all out. Alex Jones's mistake is that he says things and then he doubles (laughs) down on said things. Don't do that. Just throw an idea out there and and let it percolate and then ask them what they think. and, And you're golden. And that's really ultimately what what has done this guy in is whenever, dude, if you look at him, he's been sued so many times for so many things. Remember Charlottesville? He got sued for the car, the car crashing into the person. Somehow they (laughs) pulled Alex Jones into that. I know, Todd. I know. (laughs) I don't know what he was saying on his show, but apparently that was his fault. Again, listen, I am all about, like, I'm all about the First Amendment. This guy's got a right to say the things that he says, but once you cross that line over to slander and defamation, if you're if you're financially causing someone duress under those circumstances, you you end up where he is, where he's now what a four million dollar judgment, a one and a half million dollar judgment. Uh, he's got several other judgments against him, and more coming. Not good. Not well, good what's, a total, what's the total of the Sandy Hook? Isn't it much more than that? Uh, no, they uh, so in he got 1.4 million in Connecticut and four million dollars in Texas. They had asked for like 150 million dollars. Yeah, there are caps generally speaking. You know, sometimes you'll see like a hundred million dollar lawsuit. Uh, right. the jury, yeah, 
most of the time, like even in the case of uh, Jetta, you're obviously very aware of the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, right? Even with that, there's caps on what could actually be collected. So you could file a $150 million lawsuit and win it, and they could award you $150 million, and the state's like, you're allowed $4 nope. million top, and that's all you're going to get. So yeah. they're definitely capping out in some of these. And again, the idea is that, that this guy... How else do you hurt someone like Alex Jones? Their pocketbook. Yeah. They, right? If you ban him in some way, you're you're censoring him. You're playing into his hand. Also, censoring, I think, is a terrible thing, period. So really, the only way that you can hurt this guy is, like you said, in the pocketbook. So the big thing that got him in trouble is that he was saying that he knows it happened. But meanwhile, he didn't really think that. Well, because the parents were getting death threats. I mean, his fans were overzealous and threatening all these parents and saying that they're liars and, you know, their kids didn't exist. I mean, that's hurtful. I've told you guys before I told Dr. Fetzer last episode, the Hubbard family, I, I know them. Their daughter, Catherine, was one of the kids that was murdered. I would not know these people if not for my friend, Sean, who worked for Matt's company. So Matt's not a crisis actor because Matt owns a company that my friend Sean works at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like right. the FBI, the FBI didn't give this crisis actor a company like 10 years ago and hire my buddy in anticipation that someday Sandy Hook was going to be a thing. So again, this is why I love Dr. Fetzer, but it's like, dude, I know a guy. And the other reason I know the dad is because my friend works for him. Mm -hmm. We're, I'm not in on it. I can promise yeah, you all that. I'm not, nobody, <laughs> nobody asked me to do it even the other day. Like I've got some childhood friends that live in the, the poorest part of Newtown and Newtown's a pretty uppity town. My buddy lives in the poor section. This idea that the government, as Dr. Fetcher said, paid everybody off. Well, they didn't pay my buddy yeah. either because he's still broke as a joke. So who's in yeah. on it? Who's getting all this money? It, it just, it doesn't add up. And like I said to Dr. Fetcher the other day, that doesn't mean that JFK couldn't have been a yeah, conspiracy. Right. It doesn't exactly. mean Buffalo or any of these. I could just tell you the one I'm familiar with and the one that we're talking about and the one that Alex Jones talked about definitely happened. So the conspiracy theorists say they always happen before elections, right? Because of gun yep. control and stuff. Yeah. It does seem like it does fall in those times, though, <laughs> even though we don't believe that. Well, sure. But yeah, listen, here's the other thing. Dude, shootings happen and have been consistently happening since Columbine in 99, yeah. right? Um, four years under Donald Trump, the shootings didn't stop. They were they were just as prevalent all through Trump's administration and, and maybe even picked up a little bit under Biden. Regardless, like this is not a partisan issue and it and it shouldn't be. School shootings, mass shootings in general, or we, we want to avoid that. Yeah. And right. I mean, just by downplaying it, you're, you're, you're almost challenging the next Looney Tune to, to like really make a bolder statement. Right. You shouldn't be arguing over sh school shootings. <laughs> we should all be like in the same with that. You know? We all want to get rid of them. <laughs> that you know, but the, be, that's the conversation. The crazy thing is he's going through this trial and then he goes back on his show and talks crap about the, uh, the trial. The yeah, judge Jedi. and the witnesses. That's the catch-22 that this guy's in. Because he's got this billion-dollar like business that he's running, but it's all predicated on him saying the crazy stuff. And then he's got this court case where he's not supposed to say crazy stuff. It's a tough spot for him to be in. 
he's in court one day and being like, yeah, no, I know, I know, it's all, it's all real. And then he's back on the radio in the afternoon like, ah, they made me say it. You know, he's trying to get the best of yeah. both worlds. And I think inevitably, I think that's also going to blow up in his face. I yeah. mean, he called the father, um, Neil Helson, slow, that he's on the spectrum. I mean, it, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> and Joe, someone like him, he can't help himself. He's going to no. go on the show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those people, dude. He cannot give anybody the last word. Right. Right. Even if it's someone testifying in the court case, he's he's got to afterwards. He's going to speak his mind. He's going to say his piece. One of my favorite moments in that whole trial was when the judge said, Mr. Jones, this isn't your show as in your radio show. Right. Like, stop yeah. it. Like, right. he was dude. He was he came up just short of like literally like pitching the, the vitamins on the stand. Wow. He you did, know? I thought. Yeah. I thought. Well, he, he did. did. He actually kind <laughs> of did. Yeah, technically, he did sort of push that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. um, it very much was him doing his show, and he was very much in character for the majority of it. Now, Joe, did you get the picture I sent you or no? I mean, I know I Jedi touched on it earlier. Now, when I went on the InfoWars site, I'm like, he made 800 grand in a day. There must be some pretty good stuff on there. So, Jedi, this is that toothpaste you mentioned. $45 yeah. on sale for 20 Who's buying that? It says join waiting list. Is it already sold out? No, because isn't one of the, the other conspiracy that he he thought that the government was poisoning people or there's this like gay agenda and turning everyone yes. gay and the frogs. Uh, Jedi, I can, I can tell you exactly what it is. They're poisoning the frogs. They're turning <laughs> the frogs gay. <laughs> That's a direct quote, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Convinced that the fluoride in the water is turning the frogs gay, which I guess was how we were gonna event, you know, you, you now you take the water, you give it to the kids, they're all gay. It all worked so now out. Now we need special yeah. toothpaste. <laughs> My favorite yeah. is though that uh, as you mentioned, Todd, it's forty-five dollar toothpaste, and you're like, why would you spend that? But look at the savings. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you're saving twenty dollars right now. It's right. now twenty two forty. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get this kind of toothpaste anywhere else at this price. <laughs> of course, you're buying. But, but Joe, what do you say for like things that he called out where people jumped all over him, but it was true? Like Jesse Smollett, he immediately said that was fake. People jumped all over him, and then he was right. Um, and surveillance. <laughs> Just comes Listen, with the territory. Yeah, you you can't be wrong about everything else. You finally get one right. We're supposed to be like, right. oh, this guy's good. All right. <laughs> Forget all that other stuff. You, you can't be wrong about everything. Have you met Dave Weiss? Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Well, again, if you say it like you mean it and you truly believe it, what yeah. are they going to do? Um, right. Look, Alex Jones has been in on Pizzagate. He had a whole thing. You know, he got sued by Chobani yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the sonic weapons? Uh, he got sued because uh, apparently he claimed somebody raped a kid at the yogurt factory in Idaho. And somehow somebody got tuberculosis or some nonsense. So he got right. sued there. Uh, I told you he got sued for Charlottesville. This guy, again, it's like you don't have to say the stupid things that he says. You can just kind of allude again. It's the it's saying things definitively that you know to not be true. Right. I can say, dude, this guy's such a pedo. He seems like such a pedo. 
This guy really gives me a pedo vibe. That's fine. As soon as I'm like, he's a pedophile, and I know mm-hmm. he's not, now I'm I'm in the, the defamation area. Why he definitively speaks like that is beyond me. And again, has put himself in, in a spot where if you're an Alex Jones fan, I'm sorry to say this, you're a little bit of an idiot. Okay. <laughs> there are again now multiple depositions in court cases where he's admitted he's full of shit and he knows it and he's doing it because he wants the money. So if that's your guy and you're like, I believe everything, he's, he's, he's having a laugh at your expense and he's taking it all the way to the bank. And it's very unfortunate. There's a lot of provocateurs in this country who are seemingly taking advantage of people's fears, people's anxiety about all of these issues, and they're using it for financial gain, and he might be the worst of the worst. So, Jedi, do you know what else that he thinks is fake? What else? <laughs> climate, like, climate change. Climate change. Oh, yeah. I and I, I, I'll go on a limb here. <laughs> I, I'll go on a limb here and say that Todd and Jedi think climate change is the dumbest thing in the world, and Joe thinks it's real. <laughs> Am I on the right track? A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Climate change is definitely a real thing. We have increased carbon levels that are only produced by the shit that we're making. Here's the thing. Like, I don't believe in Earth Day, Todd. I think Earth Day's stupid should because be every and I day, think I, right? it should be every day. This planet is long going to outlive humanity. Humanity will go extinct in the future and the Earth is going to keep on going. I suspect at some point, and if coronavirus wasn't its first shot, that the earth itself is like, I got to get these disgusting things off of here. There's like 8 billion of them. They're messy. They're gross. They're fucking up the water. You know, I really feel like like coronavirus was the earth being like, I'm just going to clean this thing off. Because if you think about it, we talked about this, Todd. The more they're digging in South America, they're finding entire cities under the amazon and it's like what happened to that well at some point the earth just ate all that up and just kind of moved on and that was all forgotten and it's going to happen to us too but climate change is real we need to cut down on our carbon emissions that's 100 percent true we don't need a fundamental top to bottom change todd we don't have to like completely change the way it's it's a little much but there's definitely a uh, cause for concern and and we do need to act sooner than later or these ice caps are going to melt and we're not going to have a coastline. I get that and I see that. But what gets me is all these people touting climate change and they're going around in their private jets using their iPhones. You know, I mean, lithium, lithium mining is one of the most detrimental things to the earth and we're still doing it. So don't give me that bullshit. You know, I mean, if you're going to tout climate change and to everybody else and not practice what you preach, that's what I have a problem with. Hypocrites. Yeah. I don't blame Greta, you. Greta, was it Greta Thunberg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is she, like 12 years old, 15 years old? She's yelling at us and saying everyone's suffering. Uh... <laughs> well, she feels that her, her, her autism is a superpower. And she can say yeah. these things to everyone. Uh, listen, it, it's sad that we need like a 15 year old to like tell us how serious things are, because the, right. the problem is, is, is that there's a handful of actual adults who are arguing with the overwhelming majority of scientists. Again, it doesn't need to be a whole transformation of the way we exist. 
but we do need to cut our emissions down. And to be honest, I like clean air and water. I don't know how you guys feel about clean air and water. That's kind of the way I prefer it, you know? Um, So I think whatever we can do, again, dude, this can't cost us personally a lot of money to make these to this tr- this changeover it's just not realistic but, but I, okay. I i do want to see them taking steps towards reducing the carbon levels it's you remember when we were kids and they were like there's a hole in the ozone layer oh yeah this planet's like six billion years old nothing else had ever caused a hole to rip through the ozone layer it took us and like our need, like we needed to be cold inside, right? And so we developed uh, the floral floral carbons for air conditioning, and that stuff is basically just tearing through our atmosphere and making the sun even worse for us. Okay, so we do we need to cut down on some of that stuff and figure it out. But again, it shouldn't be your whole philosophy in life, right? Right. Uh, And and again, right, in in order to fix the problem, uh, the problems we have right this now, right, with inflation and stuff, it's not going to be solved by everybody buying an electric car, okay? That's not how we're going to solve all the problems. I I, I get all that. It's going to have to be a gradual process. But I think it's something that, I mean, again, if you listen to the overwhelming majority of scientists if we don't act now, it's it's going to be irreversible. But Joe, we didn't have to listen to scientists if we respected and listened to the indigenous people, Native Americans and Hawaiians about respecting the land. Right. But we didn't. And now here we are. And so now it's like we've already screwed up a bunch. We're already way behind the eight ball on this thing. If we don't get a handle on it now, it's too late. This is something we can't do five years from now. It's already too late. We're, we're already in a really bad spot with this because of all the inaction. But again, this idea that they're going to like fundamentally change, that's just, that's illogical. Mm-hmm. And you don't have time for that either. So they got to get realistic before the whole planet burns up or freezes or whatever they think it's going to do. So it's going to be a gradual thing over like many generations and generations and generations. That's that's that would be that would be the best approach to doing it. Again, listen, we know that the, this is the hottest the Earth has ever been in six billion years. Like the Earth hasn't been th- this hot since it was uninhabitable to anything living. We got to get that down. The water level is rising, and again, I mean, anyone that lives on the shoreline knows that's a problem. So, as far as those things are concerned, Jedi, those are the things I'm most concerned about. I just don't want to see the polar ice caps melt. So what <laughs> kind of thermometer? Yeah. yeah. What kind of thermometers were they using at 5 billion BC? <laughs> How do they know that? How do they know well, that? They know that because of, uh, here's, again, as you're digging, you're going to find sediment in the ground. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, they used to think that the Grand Canyon was formed as part of a worldwide flood. And we now know that's not true, that there was never a worldwide flood. In fact, what that is, is erosion over 6 billion years. And here's how they've been able to figure that out is they can tell by the sediment and the lines and the colors across the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And then as you go up, the the color changes. So they're able to measure things like that. 
they know when certain major earthquakes and 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 volcanoes erupted because this is some real science stuff right here right like if you don't understand anthropology or archaeology like none of this shit makes any sense it's something that they've been working on now for about 200 years they've done pretty amazing work and again look at we found just underneath south america inside the amazon as they're as they're burning the amazon down to build cattle farms they're finding these elaborate cities and it's it's changing the whole the whole uh timeline for human history in the western hemisphere i'm always amazed how we're living in a time where th- everything's new like thermometers they're only like 150 years old you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm talking back five everything happened it seems like important in the last couple hundred years well, you know, really, since uh, the Industrial Revolution, which was, you know, in the 1800s, um, it's th- literally everything has really happened in the last 200 years. As far as technological advances are concerned, uh, it, it has. It's been pretty amazing. That's the other thing about aliens. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but, you know, if there were people on Mars two billion years ago, they certainly could have flown here and there would have been nothing to see. Right. Oh, right. So they're like, okay, we could don't have to go there again. Yeah. Cross that <laughs> off the list. That place sucks. And off we go. Um, so again, you know, we, we've only been sending out radio transmittal, uh, transmitting signals since the late 1960s. That's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. No. It has barely covered a dent. If this was the whole entire universe, we're like here. Yeah. Like, we've gotten nowhere as far as reaching out intergalactically because we literally, the technology is so new and so fresh. There's people who aren't even sure if we ever got to the moon or not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> who uh, knows? Yeah, Al- Alex Jones included. <laughs> <laughs> Especially well, Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Listen, here's here's I do for the life of me, dude. I can't understand one thing. And maybe you guys can help me out. If if I'm going to listen to a person speak to me, whether it's my spouse, my friend or my favorite radio guy, (laughs) don't you want that person to speak to you honestly and to tell you things that are factually accurate? Not not just things you want to hear, but things that are factually accurate. I feel like a lot of people say that, but they really don't. You really don't want to hear the things that don't fit into your worldview or that that aren't going to make you, you know, feel warm and fuzzy. I'll be doing that conservative radio station again in a couple of weeks, Todd. I know how uncomfortable yeah. that is going to be for all of uh, the, the the greater um, Bridgeport area in Connecticut. It's going to be a miserable time for everybody. People don't like to be challenged. People don't like to be called out on stuff. People don't want to be told what they think is wrong. And so this is, I think that's a big part of the reason why we are where we are in society right now. Nobody wants to have a back and forth reciprocal discussion anymore. And that's sad. They just want to go with the headline. Yes. Again, Jedi, if I'm not saying the things you already believe, yeah, you're, not, you're just gonna disregard. You're like, nah, where'd you get that from? And it's like, I these are facts. I don't want those to be my facts, and right. So we're not gonna have a conversation about it again. I find people are like, I don't, I don't. You can tell me whatever you want, like I'm not gonna believe it. And it's like, yeah, no one, what? no one's budging right now on their beliefs, especially politically. They they're one side, and that's it. it you could right. bring them 
bring them all these facts and it wouldn't matter. I find, listen, the, the I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the um, FBI searching Mar-a-Lago. I think they there's a better way that could have been handled. Okay. The fact that they took that step, though, a- anybody who lives in this country has to understand something. And don't listen to what the Republicans are saying right now. Okay. This isn't uh this isn't an abuse of power or some this the FBI is independent of the executive branch. It's under the executive branch, but it's an independent agency. The the president doesn't decide what happens there. Okay. Yeah, right. And that's an I mean, everybody needs to know that. The the White House said Joe Biden had no idea what was going on. I totally believed it. They could say that they could release that statement at any point about anything, and I would believe that. He had no idea. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, the the FBI would not have gone there if it wasn't necessary for them to go there. On the warrant, they listed specifically what they were looking for and specifically what they were going to take. Uh, I explained this on a show yesterday. If they walked in and there was a big box of crack cocaine, and it's not on the warrant, the crack cocaine stays. No, sir. Really? Yes, sir. Yes. I would have thought you maybe they went in knew. for something, and now that they're in, they can, no. That would become a whole separate issue. Yeah. You'd have to determine, is this part of a crime? Is a crime being committed with this crime? And then you'd have to go get a whole other warrant. It'd be a whole other side issue. You're only in there to take and do what you say you're there to take and do. Right. If there's documents in that safe, the only documents coming out of the safe are the ones that you say are in there. There could be 10,000 documents. If you listed three, you take three with you. The three that you said are in there. That's it. Yeah. That's how this all is supposed to work. Now, I wasn't there, so I can't testify to what happened. But on paper, this entire thing is very much legit. The idea that they would do this should tell people the severity of what's going on here. Okay. And I'll say this. If this ends up being some political stunt, I think the Democrats are effectively finished as a party. I agree with that. This would be the final straw (laughs) in literally, you know, if you're just making up stuff about Trump because you're afraid of him, this this would be it. It, it, You know, listen, it was one thing to attack when he was the president. Now he's a private citizen. Now you're going after a private citizen with the FBI. I would have a big issue with that as much as I don't like the guy. That's not what the FBI is designed for. But again, Mm -hmm. I'm more of the opinion that, and again, here's what people should know too. They've been asking for that stuff at Mar-a-Lago for months. They met in May and June with his lawyers to discuss them turning that stuff over. And then they didn't. And that was what precipitated them getting a warrant and, and going to get it themselves. This is kind of similar to the Alex Jones case too, right? The the, the other side's lawyers were asking for the information and then yep. his lawyer accidentally sent all the text messages between them. It would have <laughs> been Alex so Jones much that didn't better. Yeah, it, listen, it would have been so much better for Donald Trump if they would have just, what do you guys want? Here, and we'll give it to you. I don't know why they, they put the FBI in that position. And yes, Dude, that situation with Alex Jones, yeah, they knew what they were doing. They that wasn't an accident. That was very much intentional. Um, I think uh, some of it had to do with the idea of maybe getting a mistrial. Uh, yeah. If if things didn't I, pan out, so yeah, yeah it wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm.
I'll tell you this. Alex Jones has good lawyers. But why well, was he, he acting like an here. idiot? Didn't he flick off the other side's attorney in court? <laughs> so... Just because you have a good lawyer doesn't mean you're a good client. And he is not that. <laughs> he is not a good client. Yeah, he's made, he's made their jobs very difficult. Like, Norm Pattis likes Alex Jones, but I very much get the sense he's very frustrated at times with Mr. Jones as a client. And that Mr. Jones doesn't necessarily help himself or his attorneys while these trials are going on by spouting out of his mouth constantly. <laughs> that does not help at all. Listen, at the end of the day, if, if the issue were simply about the First Amendment and the right to just talk out of your ass, I'm all for that. Okay. I, I should be, yeah. Both sides should always be represented, whatever the argument is. You should always have both sides in there. Again, I get sensitive to the idea of people spreading misinformation. I, I think we should do more about that. Some people disagree. We're currently not doing much, much about that outside of, you know, banning posts on, on Twitter or whatever. But when it comes to straight up spreading damaging information about people, especially victims, I think you're you're moving into an area, Todd, where like the only people that are defending Alex Jones against these survive the family uh, the surviving family people is they don't believe it's true because i think any reasonable person if you understand and believe sandy hook is true even if you like alex jones you gotta be like dude cut this shit man leave that guy alone has yeah he you're like enough? scraping the bottom of the barrel there you're scraping exactly. the bottom of the barrel and it's it's unfortunate but again those people have money because they're buying those vitamins <laughs> like nobody's <laughs> business who are these? I was going to say, who are these people buying it? But I better be careful because they might be listeners of ours. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised. And again, listen, I don't I don't want I don't mean to offend anybody, but so much of this stuff, a quick Google search should yeah. clear up a lot of the questions people have. Again, if you have any question whether Alex Jones is telling the truth or not, go look up all of his depositions. He is freely admitting in court that he's playing a role and that he's doing it so you'll give him money for vitamins yeah that's crazy i'm not selling vitamins here i'm just trying to have a good time <laughs> trying to entertain some people you know not pitching anything maybe todd's <laughs> flashlights when we get those going that's about it <laughs> and those are really just to find bigfoot with really yeah you know? right right <laughs> um jedi do you have anything else on either climate change or alex jones no, I mean we can go on and on. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I, I did want to tell I did want to tell Joe because Jedi that guest I was telling you about I don't think I want to use him. Joe, we had this guy on that was just a normal guy, great dad, and they were struggling to make ends meet, and bills were just piling up. So one he pulled the thing that Jedi's friend did. Didn't your friend pretend to go to work and just like leave the house? Yeah, who told me that? His shirt. From his uniform yeah. shirt to his yeah, he, exactly. So Joe, this guy lost his job. Said like, "Bye, honey, I'm going to work." And he was so desperate that he was sitting outside of a bank. And he's like, "I think I can rob this." So he started doing research. He robbed ten banks. He was like, "This was so easy." And he did the smartest thing. Every time he went to a bank, he put a coffee cup like on a mailbox or something outside, and he'd rob the bank and grab the cup of coffee because no one's gonna suspect some guy walking down the street drinking coffee. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 
So anyways, I get in touch with them. Now, if you got out of jail for this, he went to jail for like five years, you would completely change your life around, right? This would be so far in your rearview mirror, right? Yeah. I was like, this is great. He wants to come on the show. We're messaging. I finally talked to him and he's like, this would be great because I'm pitching this to Netflix. I'm pitching my story to everyone. I'm like, if you're pitching your story, you're not far away from robbing banks again. Yeah, yeah you're not remorseful, right? <laughs> yeah, like, wouldn't you be so embarrassed and never want to think about that again? You want to, you're pitching yes. it? People do anything for money. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, dude, right? I mean, my God. <laughs> again, selling I, listen, vitamins. I've been doing this for 25 <laughs> years. I've been in media and probably could have made a lot more money in this if I had decided to be a scumbag, a low life, but I just don't yeah. have it in me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, what's the, some of the stuff you saw on air? Like when people like do crazy things for like a little, like a bumper sticker and stuff. Oh, dude, the stories I could tell you, <laughs> the things I've seen done for Casey 101 t shirts. The t-shirts, oh I swear to God, dude, we we got a box of these, like a hundred t-shirts. They were two dollars yeah. each. That's how yeah. cheap material it was. And we'd be in the clubs, dude, in downtown New Haven. Who wants a Casey 101 t-shirt? And the things these gals would do for a t-shirt, a two dollar t-shirt. Oh my goodness. Hmm. Glad I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So I think we have a really good one next week. Let's hope nothing falls through, but, uh, check us out on social media, crimes, conspiracies beyond check out Joe at Clovercrest media. What are you up to now? 42 podcasts, 44 currently. Ooh. No wonder why he's falling asleep. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Joe works hard, <laughs> but Joe, I did notice you did eventually shut the camera off for a little bit. I did. Yeah, I did. See, the second time it worked. The second time I actually pressed the. You know what I think even threw me for a loop at now that I think about it? Because General Jedi's camera was off. I think yeah. when I thought I hit the button, I think I looked at her camera and saw it was off and was thinking that was mine. Yeah. I'm also glad that I, at no point that I picked my nose or anything. <laughs> you know, I, I could have done a lot of weird things in that situation. <laughs> Well, another thing you're lucky about is Dr. Fetzo was probably like so fixed on his slides. I didn't want yeah. to see you. Yeah. <laughs> and come to think of it, I I actually have the capability to shut you off too, don't I? Let's, you do. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jedi, I think that just about does it. Well, that's it, Morks. The end is here. Maybe not for the court cases for Alex Jones, but uh, <laughs> for us it is. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace.